Hey everybody, this is Mike. This is Daryl. This is Lindsay. And this is also Mike. And you're listening to Forgotten Failures, a podcast where we uh, watch a obscure or forgotten movie or a movie that failed in some way and determine whether it deserves to be obscure. And this week's episode, oh baby, it's a big one. <laughs> yep, it's episode 50, exactly. What? What? That's right. We've been doing fit, this 50 full-length episodes, too. And who knows how many mini-episodes? Probably yeah. also 50. In- impossible yeah. to figure out. Roughly 50 mini-episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. if you've seen our internet presence such as it is, uh, you can maybe <laughs> guess which movie we're doing this week. Uh, it's the 1982 classic from director, uh, Hal Needham, Megaforce. Yay. Yay. Wait, now, Megaforce, uh, Megaforce is, is great, quite, you guys. Yeah, Megaforce is a, a good movie and it's, uh, it's kind of, it's not quite forgotten. It's, it's a bit of a, a cult favorite, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but we, we figured it's, it's our fifth show. Yeah. We can do what we want. Yeah. Um, we're, we're growing. Yeah, we were really inspired to start the podcast largely by Megaforce. That's true. Yeah, this is true. This is yeah. one of the this is one of the Inception mm-hmm. movies. Yep. Yeah. So we got to go into it again. And a lot, yeah. of, a lot of other bad it. movie, like every bad movie blog and podcast, talks about Megaforce. So mm-hmm. we uh, we're uh, joining the crowd now. We got to do it. We got to do it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we're on we're on the we're on the bandwagon. We're going mainstream. Yeah, yeah no more in. Danish movies <laughs> about things that don't exist in the movie, despite the movie being named after them. Now it's time for <laughs> Megaforce, <laughs> starring Barry Bostwick from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Michael yeah. Beck oh, from yeah. Xanadu and Persis Kambata from Forgotten Failure's favorite Warrior of the Lost World as the hot babe. Is he, is he related to Africa Mombata? Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's uh, a woman who... I don't think so, no. <laughs> well, uh, she was also I mean, the bald lady in the first Star Trek movie. All right. That's why on the Warrior of the Lost World box, she's listed as Persis Star Trek, in quotes, Kambata. <laughs> nice. But on this box, she just uh, is not listed as anything. It just has a picture of them painted by some great artist, and it says Megaforce, and there's some motorcycles in the background. Noise. All right. All right. I'm, I'm excited about this. I have not seen this movie. Uh-huh. I don't know if everyone else has, but I haven't. So uh, if the legend precedes itself, uh, it should be fun. What do you so, expect? What do I expect? Um... I guess like kind of cheesy sci-fi futuristic stuff. Like in my head, I'm thinking like Flash Gordon type Ah. of stuff. I don't know if that's right, but that's kind of the world that I'm building in my head. It's more like Uh, a laser mission type of movie, but with a much bigger budget. And it's kind of with some mercenaries in a war between two mysterious countries. This is the Mike D breakdown. Well, it kind of makes no sense. So you might need an intro a little bit. No, that's um, fine. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I've seen this movie. I think the rest of us have seen this movie and probably watched it together. Uh, yeah, I think we did watch it together. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for, for Mike, uh, Ara, um, to watch this. Ara. Ara. Um, Mike yeah. Ara. Because Ara, it, it's, Ara. um, I don't want to, I don't want to overhype it, but I think you're in for a treat. Nice. Uh, and I'm looking forward to watching it again. Cause I think, uh, I haven't watched it since the first time cool. I watched it. Yeah. How long ago was that? That Ooh, was years. Years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was years ago. Everyone else uh, excited to watch it again then? Oh, uh, super excited to, to watch yeses. it again. Hells yeah. to the yes. All the hells to all the yeses. <laughs> cool. I'm expecting deeds, not words. <laughs> That's well, true. No. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. That's yeah. the least you can la- expect. <laughs> I hope there's laser guns. That's mm. my only thing. I don't know if there is, but that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. There might even be a laser mission. Who yeah, there might, yeah, there might be a mission. Who knows? All right, let's watch this damn thing. All right, let's all do right. it. Let's do Number it. 50. Eagle Base, this is Red 3, now commencing run. 
back. We're back. We're back from watching Megaforce. Mega. Mega Megaforce. Mega yes. Rega. In the Shaker words of Rega. the theme song, which plays over the closing credits, although it should be over the opening credits as well. Like a Megaforce! <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. You're bad, a regular Mike. 707. I was yeah. pumping yeah. my fist while I did that. That's the only way you can oh. do it. Yeah, that yeah. is the only way you can yeah, do it. Yeah, it says it in the like in the liner notes of the yeah. song. I mean, while either, pumping fists. either pumping your fists or on the back of a uh, flying motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or both, or preferably both. Or you have to have your cock out so you can rock <laughs> yeah. out. So you can, or you yeah. gotta be gotta be doing guitar face while wearing a bandana. Guitar face yeah. meaning you kind of lean back and kind of stretch your face out oh, as I know if that you're face. uttering oh, yeah. the guitar notes through your mouth. Yeah, yeah. you, you are. Guitar. You're your own amp when you do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, since uh, since Mike Ara, um, this was your Woo. first viewing. How about mm-hmm. we get uh, arra, arra, arra. your thoughts and and recommendations? All right, um, let's say this movie was how long? About an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, like a solid ninety nine. All right, so for about an hour and twenty minutes of this movie, I was not getting the hype at all, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I still don't like. Outside of there's, uh, I guess spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but uh, there's one scene that's where he's he turns his motorcycle into a flying motorcycle and it's really the the payoff for the whole mm-hmm. movie his motorcycle evolves to its second evolution yeah which is yeah <laughs> yeah it is the, the megacopter yeah. final form <laughs> of the movie and, and up until then it's it's rather a ho-hum movie in my opinion and that's just it pushes it to the ridiculousness of it mm-hmm. but uh like when the credits are rolling there's like a, a best of the movie playing <laughs> and yeah. i feel like that was the way to watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Especially with that title song. Yeah. It, yeah. It, that title song made it. Yeah. It did. Because the rest of the movie, um, the action's kind of cool, but a lot of it's kind of slow. It's hard to say there's not a whole lot going on because there's stuff going on, but I don't get the why of it. Well, it's um, the plot of fair. Laser Mission without the lasers. Yeah, but I th- I, at least Laser Mission was more simple. And at like least it was, this It was movie, more linear, where yeah. this yes. one, it was like, uh, they tried least, to pull like, twists and stuff yeah. on it and it, it didn't and it just made it less it made the plot even thinner and also this movie did have a laser at yeah, least which is yeah right about that um yeah all those tanks yeah. and motorcycles all had a mounted laser gun yeah yeah so uh as far as recommendation goes um i guess uh like if you're gonna i probably wouldn't watch i wouldn't really go out of my way to watch this movie again but it was fun watching it Watch it with friends if you've never seen it, but it's not a very high recommend on my list. Oh, but, uh, man. That's fair. All right. So what do you think, Daryl? Yeah. Having uh, watched it before and watching it again. Having seen it before, yeah, it stands up. Uh, you know, because there was so much about the plot that I forgot. I probably wasn't quite in the right state of mind watching it. I don't know. But then I, <laughs> oh, no. on second viewing, I kind of remembered that there was not really a plot to begin with, so I wasn't really missing anything. Yeah, It's an enjoyable movie. I think uh, we talked about the theme song, because <laughs> it's just <laughs> excellent, called Megaforce. <laughs> By the 707s, oh, if yeah. you didn't know, which obviously you did, so I don't know why I'm even mentioning it. I assume that's but, an area like, code in California somewhere. It, it yeah, is an area code in California. So shout out 707ers. Yeah. That like theme song music is a pretty good like it sums up the movie itself very well like if you heard the song you'd be like all right that's something nice i like it's it's got a beat there's vocals there's some guitars and like the (laughs) the like you know i could go into a bar and if that music that song was playing i wouldn't think anything was out of the ordinary so like and that's kind of how this movie is it's like there's nothing bad about anything it's it's there's some really good parts there's some 
weird kind of slow action movie things that I think are just like 80s yeah, action era. movies. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it either goes from like slow kind of awkward like flirting to weird plot building expositions to just like, you know, Megaforce, guns and shit. <laughs> Finally. And then back to awkward love stuff like kissing your thumb <laughs> yeah. and blowing it at someone uh, that's a thing too that's a mm-hmm. recurring thing mm-hmm. it's such uh, a thing it's the mega force choice salute. but if you can hang in there till the end oh you will have to hang on to the edge of your seat i mean because when you see that thing take off when you see hunter's mega force mega cycle take off <laughs> it makes the entire hour and 39 minute experience <laughs> worthwhile you understand why you put in the time you yeah. will get it's just like raising boner. children mega boner yeah mega weapon mega, mega, weapon. So, mega uh, weapon so Lindsay, uh what's your take um ah, uh, this is this is unique for me because i i have seen it twice <laughs> um and i i will say that um each viewing i i came away with a, a little bit of a different opinion about the movie i do <laughs> I, I, I would recommend, I'll just throw out my recommendation right now and okay. say that if you're going to watch it, you should watch it with friends. Yeah. For sure. Oh, it, shit. Is, I didn't do mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah same thing. It. Yeah. It was like, there, there's, there's not much point of watching it by yourself. The, the whole deal with this movie is to ridicule it. Like, mm-hmm. it, you just are there to make fun of the things that are silly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like uh, the first time, I don't know what it was. Like, it, we had like a, a larger group of people maybe there's drinking like it was a a different vibe maybe and like it 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 came off more entertaining maybe this time around maybe because i've seen it before too less entertaining yeah you knew the payoff yeah i knew the payoff and the the slow parts felt even slower even Mm -hmm. though it's not a long movie like they're not a lot's drawn out but Mm -hmm. uh, all of the dialogue was just it was hard to pay attention because i didn't care but yeah, I, I would recommend watching it once, like gathering some friends who like crappy movies. Um, like like we've said before, this is one that um, is known as a kind of a um, a bad movie that a lot of people kind of enjoy watching. And part of it is even if you're not enjoying the dialogue and things like that, um, the cinematography is great. Yeah. The the quality mm-hmm. of the film is really good. The shots that are set up are really good. Uh the people on the special effects mm-hmm. side of things did their jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. The the four screenwriters and the one person who wrote <laughs> that story just shat on a plate and collected some dollars. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> I don't know what they did, but they don't deserve to be in any sort of union. Yeah, the, the costume design, flawless. Um, like they're like even the actors like came in and did their work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just the material sucked. Yeah. Um, That's true. It was like they were yeah. trying to polish a turd is basically yeah, what was happening. Basically. Yeah. But yeah, so I would re- recommend watching it with friends for sure. How mm-hmm. about you, Mike D? Yeah, well, I'm I uh I'm a little more enthusiastic than you guys. I mean, this is an ultimate watch it with friends movie. I watched it by myself just now and the battle scenes are just interminable. But if you're watching it with other people, <laughs> there's just so much uh, nonsensical bullshit in this movie that it'll it'll carry you on a high over this seg- sequence where Barry Bostwick explains what they're going to do for four minutes and then they do it for four minutes and it's <laughs> pretty much the exact same thing you'll see in like a Chuck Norris Vietnam movie just like the dumb version of a Cold War Chuck Norris Vietnam like missing an action movie like yeah. I was like hmm? this is like the Cold War story for kids it's like Cold War babies you know, <laughs> the good guys Cold versus the kids. bad guys in <laughs> yeah. some uh, strange foreign land. 
The good guys are American slash Mexican slash Japanese. The bad guys talk about sending each other to East Germany, and they talk in wacky accents, which I guess, just like Laser they Mission, like the Beth bad Beth. guys have like wacky Mexican accents, although I guess it's supposed to be Cuban. You know? So, so I, I really <laughs> enjoyed this with other people, and I didn't enjoy it that much with myself. That's my comparison, and I would recommend it to anybody. You know, you, this has got to be one of the first things you do on your bad movie night. I really believe that. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some really great and uh, um, laugh-addable uh, one-liners and oh, like little yeah. zingers and dialogue yeah. that you can tell someone was really proud yeah, of themselves. Yeah, it's got that. It doesn't have as much of that as Laser Mission. I swear, yeah. I think Laser Mission is a better movie at doing exactly what this movie does. I am shocked by yeah. that, but I think Laser Mission is more fun. It has more one-liners. It's more action-packed because yeah. it doesn't have boring battle sequences. It has like car chases. It's I like Laser Mission, and then I like this as well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, this is such a bigger deal, though. This was a huge budget movie. Like, Hal Needham got to do whatever he wanted on this movie. And it turned out he wanted to make a movie for like eight-year-olds that had a million tanks in it. And I think that's part of the lore and part of the attraction for people is that this movie was such a failure. Like, yeah. this was a mega. It was failure. supposed to be a big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and I think that's uh like to me that's what's cool about it, and it also kind of takes away from it because. Like it was made with that, like we're gonna make a comedy action movie, mm -hmm. and it hits those points. Yep, the plot just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in Laser Mission, they were kind of just making an action movie, and yeah. the whole thing was just a goddamn shambles. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what made, <laughs> yeah. like in my eyes, that's what makes Laser Mission good, is because it was such a failure, not just on like budgetary yeah. or like anything, just like the whole damn movie like, was oh, just a, a failure. On a concept and on this, level. like. They made it really well. Mm -hmm. They did everything right. It was one fucking department. It was just, yeah, just the, the story just <laughs> yeah. sucked. And yeah. it, it was just kind of, it, it was kind of like Marie Antoinette. Have you seen Sophia Coppola's Marie Antoinette? Yeah, yes, yeah, I, I have. have. I yeah, saw have that movie and I thought, they should have done so much more with the resources they had with this movie. This is just like like a couple random days in the life of these people. They could have made a mm -hmm. wonderful movie with all the resources that went into this. I'm disappointed. So, some some movies are just to look pretty, though. Yeah, and Sophia <laughs> yeah. Coppola kind of does yeah, that she, style. She, she does like a kind of melancholy, look pretty, nothing yeah. story. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's actually like some people's houses in L.A. That's okay, but yeah. I think they actually like was, rented the Louvre or the Versailles Palace to film Marie Antoinette. Oh, they did. That's yeah. what yeah. When it came with. out, it was one of the most expensive movies at the time. But again, she's Sophia Coppola. She's going to do what the fuck she wants. Yeah, that's what she's done with her whole movie film making career yeah all right so before we get too crazy off on a tangent yeah. let's let's do the mike d break d this is a story all about how megaforce is hired by the military of some country which is led by general lord snooty british guy and a persian socialite to repel the advances of general or general uh guerrera who is a evil mercenary working for neighboring country gamibia and uh, we visit Megaforce's uh, secret headquarters. We meet their, um, we meet everybody in Megaforce. We meet all their uh, scientists. We see all their weaponry. Then they have a battle. They successfully uh, defeat um, Guerrera's forces. But then they're stranded because their cargo planes don't work. But then there's another cargo plane that works if they can just get to it. And they do, using lots and lots of colored smoke produced from the back of their motorcycles. Every motorcycle has a different shade of colored smoke. That part was really awesome. Uh, and along the way, um, Barry Bostwick, the leader of Megaforce, falls in love with a Persian socialite. And then they escape on the cargo plane, and Barry Bostwick flies his motorcycle. And then they blow up the helicopter of General Lord Snooty British. The end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Whippity-wap. Dems the facts. Yeah. It's kind of uh, like an episode of The A-Team, isn't it? 
It did a little feel, bit. You know what's funny is I actually had that written down that it felt oh, like sorry. <laughs> an A-team yeah. movie dragged out to an hour and a half. Pretty much. But this th- but this A-team movie had Nitro Vision. Yeah. yeah. Did it? I'm not sure what it is, but it had Nitro Vision. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It was that the there holograms? A, I, I think so. It, yeah. Very Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, 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 at the beginning there. The, uh, there was some really cool stuff. There was some fun things about this. The music was awesome in this movie. Not the Absolutely. love ballad during skydiving. Yeah, oh, but even that, that was, was like of the time and it, yeah, it fits. Was. I swear that wasn't of the time. That sounded exactly like a song from Jesus Christ Superstar or something. That was terrible. Eh, there was a lot of like those action-y like love type of things going on and they always played like... I don't like, think you watched a lot of like yeah. 80s romantic but, movies. Uh, I would have liked a new wave love ballad with keyboards. That song, like it sounded like it should have Barbara Streisand singing on it. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt so, like. It was like time. Beaches or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Beaches I guess came out around the exact <laughs> like, same time. So yeah. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. All right, first off, I want to, so Hunter is the main character. That's, that's, I wanted to talk about Barry Boswick. Let's talk with Ace. So Hunter, Hunter, Bandana Hunter. Hunter reminded me, like, the whole time we were watching this, I was like, he he reminded me of someone and, and, uh, stylistically and, like, appearance-wise, he kind of looked like a BG. Yes. So he was like, he was Hunter Gibb, basically. Yep. And, uh... <laughs> the cool thing about this is like if they ever remade this, Ryan Reynolds should play Hunter. That is Absolutely. true. Absolutely. Yeah. And they would he would knock that shit out of the mm-hmm. park because oh. the way Hunter does like, like very reactionary faces, like uh, yeah. much like Van Wilder, like yeah. a lot of what Ryan Reynolds does. But he has a, a near Matthew Lillard level yes. of uh, face acting. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. not quite because you can't. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, His eyes he, aren't far yeah. enough apart to do the whole of Lillard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he, he does a lot of good face acting. And also, just for the record, uh, Ron Reynolds will, would kill it yeah. in those jumpsuits. Yeah. And he yeah. Would, they would kill it with Ryan Reynolds. Dozens of scenes would make where millions. it just cuts yes. to Barry Bostwick smiling beatifically with the wind blowing in his hair. That's Ryan yeah. Reynolds yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. If but they like, redid this and went full comedy with it, like mm-hmm. just like completely... Make it like Twenty One Jump Street remake style, if, just like making fun of the movie yeah. and like the whole shebang. If they it. just went ahead and made the sequel that they planned on making, yeah, that would probably with, work with too. Ryan Reynolds, and just go amazing. completely over the top of yep. it. I kind yeah. of it think like a top Team America World style. Police kind of yeah. did the comedy version of this. No, they didn't. Nah. But uh, but yeah, if they did, if they did the because I think they plan on making the sequel uh, Deeds Not Words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, if they just did that. A great title. They were like, like oh, hey, soft. guys, we thought that was going to make some money. It didn't, apparently. Yeah. So, no, we're and, done. And just made it in a, in a top secret or mafia-esque level of like yeah. comedy. I think they could probably <laughs> really get something special. Yeah, like a naked gun or um, something like that. But yeah, oh, so yeah. Commander Hunter, he he commands this like, unit of like 60 dudes, top elite dudes. From, from all over all the world. Over. All, no, all the free countries. Now, all uh, over. Well, would, apparently the uh, the Confederate States and of America. And the slave states. Yeah, I wanted to the, mention the that. The free countries and the slave states. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yep. Because there's a ca- so everyone has like their patch on their arm. Like they have their Megaforce patch on yep. one arm, and then they got whatever country they hail from on the other uh, arm. So like you know you see the American flag, Japanese, uh, Mexico, mm-hmm. but then the, the Confederate flag. You see the stars and bars on Dallas, <laughs> who is another great character. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. He was my favorite. Dallas is yeah. the best. Yeah, he was not uh, my favorite. I- wow. He's like well, straight right, out fine. of a like 1960s sitcom for kids. He, he actually that's says why the it's word hilarious. shucks more than once. Yeah, that's why. That's, that's what, why he's because it's so goofy. Exactly. Also, the fact that he's from like the Confederate States of yeah. America. Yeah. yeah, and he's rapping that. I guess that. that's like that's a thing because yeah. like the the regular American flag has like 50 stars on it. So I have no I, like I've I, I don't know. I yeah. have no idea what the, 
<laughs> yeah. The fiction. I want to know the rich fiction of this world. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, this is basically like, so this is Phantom Force. They're, it's like a weird UN uh, military yeah. force. It's and they're like, like the best of the best, yeah, too. They're the best of the best. They're, they have access to all the ultra top secret, most recent top secret. Most recent top secret. It's their very latest top secret. <laughs> yeah. As Sarah would say. Um, Sarah. But yeah, so they, they have, uh, they have uh, access to all this stuff. I'm not sure. Uh, like all of these countries have to be in on this. Yeah, I believe because all the they would free know. Countries. Yeah, th- my God, all <laughs> the countries would have to be in on this. Lindsay, um, don't tell me to- that Russia and Cuba are contributing to this force. That means it's not good anymore. And East East Germany, yeah. East Germany too, which also is apparently still there. All of the countries who have contributed people who belong in the sixty-person Phantom Force. <laughs> Uh, Are you satisfied, Mike? Very much so. <laughs> Actually, you know, Continue. fuck it. I don't care if you're satisfied. All of the countries. <laughs> I, I, I don't uh, like. The, I, I don't understand how there is this weird UN military yeah. that that operates specifically for this one dude, for this one country. I don't know if like they all get like this force for like a week out of the year mm-hmm. and then like they, they kind of are allowed to do whatever it is that they want them to do. Like it's really it's just odd. It's an odd setup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just weird that it's only military. Like, it's yeah. not like they do other stuff like no, the UN does. No. Well, they also, yeah. they also have an NSA because they're listening on every conversation. I think that's just part of the military. Yeah. I think that's that's just their answering machine. Yeah. They just have an answer machine. Yeah. Which is really now. Machine. Yeah. yeah which, which brought up some, like, some of the small amount of intentional humor in the movie where they're overhearing a conversation at, like, Chinese military, for, military base C. <laughs> Um, now that's the Third People's Republic Airborne Infantry, HQ 40 miles north on the uh, Yalu River. Uh, interpret. And call your mother tomorrow and see if she can watch the kids. Don't cook tonight. After work, I'll go by Chunghua Street and pick up some American food. <laughs> Same problems, different language. Uh, oh, the timeless humor. All right. So, <laughs> yep, me, Rika, the flight lice. The next, uh, the, my next favorite thing about this was um, there's this one scene uh, where they're having a, I guess, a flight, not a flight simulator, like a tank simulator. And uh, the lady's, <laughs> she's kind of just like showing off her stuff. And then that ends and they go over to this other pit where it's, it's basically well, just she ran purple. out of quarters. Yeah, yeah. She ran out of quarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a purple background and it's, uh, it's basically like the iPod commercial from the early two thousands or whatever that was mm-hmm. where they're all just dancing shadows in front of stuff. So it's a silhouette yeah. over this bright color, which brings me to another, uh, a cool thing I liked about this movie was, um, the color palette was very interesting mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, especially considering that uh, so much of it took place in the desert, they really did a good job of bringing color into the movie that normally wouldn't be there just from being out in like the desert where it's very kind of monotone uh, colors. So, uh, yeah, that 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 was actually kind of yeah. neat. Like uh, again, with the cinematography in this movie, it's 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 solid. Like it, it's we. I mean, we're we're, we're shitting on it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's a great movie. I do enjoy it. I mean, I know I didn't give it the most ringing endorsement, but totally worth watching. But I mean, for little things like that, it's something that you know is visually satisfying. Yeah, and again, it just it, it's the wheel, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it comes back comes, around. It always comes back around. around. It just comes back yeah, around was, because that's right. There are a lot everything of these, was like, good. There's this colored smoke. There's the colored scene you said with the silhouettes. There's those. There are amazing Megaforce uniforms they have to mm-hmm. put on to go to the oh. mess hall. 
Damn yeah. uniforms, though. I, Damn yeah. uniforms. I do have to say, I, I do have to say that after uh, Zara had met all these uh, people from all these countries, they show her getting ready in what I'm assuming is her quarters, which is like yeah. a super sexy, like mirrored room with that's like all all chromed out <laughs> and like plastic chairs that are like cool. Yeah, her, her quarters but, um, are the dressing room from a Cindy Lauper concert, pretty much. <laughs> But she, so she's, she's getting dressed and she's in a, like a khaki female uniform, like, like kind of like yeah. a chief's standard, uniform, standard, like a standard like yeah. army and it, outfit or something. And it's kind of, it's honestly, especially with what she came in wearing, which was like this pinker, like bright dress um, that was form fitting. It's kind of frumpy and it's a little <laughs> bit wrinkled. And, and then, and then she, there's a knock on the door. Um, and it is Hunter. It is Ace Hunter. And he is in a uniform that is, both skin tight uh-huh. <laughs> and and, uh, and and also incredibly structured. Yes, um, and it's like a one piece. It seems a jumpsuit. Um, it's like a jumpsuit, but it has like a fancy top where there's like this uh, like big pulled, lapel. There's yeah, one like big which is militaristic lapel. Yeah, which yeah, is like one. a militaristic kind of thing where they have this lapel and it's folded back. It's, it's very like navy, yeah, like yeah. that kind of. Um, Maybe and, it has and two it's a triangle. <laughs> And it's and it's uh it's like a, a navy on red like the the, yeah. pe- the inside of the lapel is red. Um, so, so when it, it unfolds, it's red. Yeah. And it is it's striking. And like, he's wearing it with an ascot too. Yeah. And, is that what and that was? The two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of ascot. You can even see the shirt behind it. Yeah, that was what it was supposed to be. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, and the two compared like when you see um, Zara and uh, and and Ace Hunter like her and her frumpy like <laughs> <laughs> wrinkled like yeah. in him in his like ball showing like, yeah. it, like all, basically all of the he wears a lot of jumpsuits mm-hmm. one piece jumpsuits look there's no there's and, nothing in the rulebook that says a jumpsuit can't constitute dress blues and uh, <laughs> yes, that's true yeah the, i don't know what this military like i i don't know what their dress code is like i i don't know what their like armed forces dress code yeah is. You, you saw like, it for a long time in this movie <laughs> but it's it always around like, stardust <laughs> Yeah, it, it comes. The, the colors bounce around like crazy. Everywhere. There's the blue one, and then yeah. there's like a brown one, yeah. and then there's a silver one. Yeah. It's just like they have no color. Yeah, like some of them, like for the Zachary girl. Taylor, have what looks like a NASA silvery jumpsuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. and some have gold. And also, apparently, um, if you're a commander, you're also commando because <laughs> yes. he, like Ace Hunter, is not wearing any underwear under any of those jumpsuits. It is glaringly obvious it, line extremely and obvious yeah i mean uh, just the sinker <laughs> just the sinker i don't know and what that he, means you like he he busts out like a, a moose knuckle several times all the time oh it's all day he isn't he has no shame about it either no. which is good he's comfortable with his body yeah, oh because he and he knows how to use his walk oh he does oh, i mean he <laughs> he does absolutely he has like a swagger you can tell he's a ladies man Oh, I made a quote from Wikipedia. <laughs> Barry Bostwick was cast in the lead after the producers saw him on stage in The Pirates of Penzance. What is that? Well, that's it's it. a uh, <laughs> Gilbert and go. Sullivan operetta okay. where he plays a um, very effete and uh, very friendly pirate. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so he, he he runs a gamut in uh, in his, his jumpsuits, his yeah. very tight very right <laughs> jumpsuits. <laughs> um, and his, his hair, he does look like a BG and his, his like his facial hair and mm-hmm. um, the, the hair on his head, they almost make like a perfect circle around him. It's like a him. mane. Yeah. It's like a yeah. mane and it's like, very oh, lion-esque. Yeah, it, it is. And he, he's just always looking, looking fly. 
Like no, no matter what he does. Yeah, making sarcastic jokes and yeah, yeah, being snarky. And there's a there's a little bit they drop it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So when um, this woman comes in mm-hmm. and she's being shown like the the force um, and kind of, <laughs> kind of what they're able she's to do. She's inspecting the troops. Um, she's like, you know what? I want to go on this mission with you. And uh, Ace is like, um, don't think so because you've got a vagina, and I <laughs> doubt you can like do half the things we can. Can do. your balls be shown? Yeah. In a jumpsuit. Like, you will not fit in this jumpsuit. Um. It's too tight for me. Definitely not going to fit on you. Um, Moose knuckles cool. Yeah. Camel toe, no, not cool. It's not going to work. <laughs> distracting. That will work. distract the troops. Um, so they, they have her do, like, two tests. <laughs> and they're yeah. not really tests. They're not at all. And they, there's no way to score them. <laughs> so There's no way to score skydiving. score in the tank one. Yeah, there's no way to do, like, the way they did it, because... They have this conversation and she's like, oh, yeah, like, I'll, I'll show you. And, yeah, anything and so, you can do, I can do better yeah, type basically. of deal. And, and the next th- thing, you know, they're in uh, um, an airplane or helicopter or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're um, skydiving, which at first was a really awesome shot because it was real and then yeah. quickly turned into yeah, green screen <laughs> yeah. nonsense. It was very, it bounced back and forth yeah. between like cool live shots and green screen, which is obviously yeah. like super fake looking. And I don't know what the point of that exercise was because no. all they did was kind of like they did it to like some uh, some like a, uh, a uh, like Korean uh, romance uh, movie music. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. But they they did like twirling around in the air and yeah. like touching each other. It was like skydive dancing. Well, it wasn't anything tactical. As the director of this movie, former stuntman, you're thinking we need to have a romantic interlude. What kind of romantic interlude we can have? Can we have that's also a military exercise and skydiving is the only thing that really fits in both of those categories. Yeah. I think for the point of the movie, the the point of that might've been to see if she was game to like do something scary or, you know what I mean? To like see what her limit was like, and I guess, are you crazy enough to jump out of an airplane? Yeah. You know, they could have even gone with just like, you know, old recycled, like movie tropes, like, you know, uh, cause this, 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 uh, major, uh, major Zara is the president's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is Big also stuff. a major in the military of Gamibia? whatever. I don't know which one. Which yeah. one I don't think they ever said the name yeah. of her country. The bad country yeah. was so, Gamibia. The unicorn people. Her her, but, her yeah. badge was the unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> they said what it was, but it was real stupid, so I didn't write it down. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, uh, just like the sequence of her trying to prove that she's a good soldier doesn't matter yeah. because ultimately it, Ace is like, you know what? You know what? You really can't go. No vagina. Exactly. Allowed. They could have yeah. just used like the old tired trope like, yeah. oh, you can't come because you're a woman. Or yeah. are you really a soldier? Or are you just like your yeah. dad's daughter who he, gets a yeah. nice job? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even bring that up. Any like, of that. She clearly and, got her position a, through favoritism. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could have gone through all of that. They just like, nah, screw it. Just kind of like make them go up in the helicopter, make them jump out. And we'll kind of, we'll say it's a training exercise. They touch each other's hands or something, you know, whatever. The better way to write that would have been like to not have her want to go on the mission at all and just make her a love interest. And maybe they go do stuff. That's 100% something, whatever relevant to what he's doing during the day. And she's just around. Or She shows him something that that will help him later on. Like teaches him something that he's not, Instead of do. instead of shoehorning, yeah. oh, I want to go on this mission, and then she doesn't even go on the mission. And then, yeah, it's just because stupid. they they just put a, a kibosh on it, and Ace is basically like, "Well, I mean, I want to fuck you, and I can't fuck you if you die out there, so you're gonna stay. <laughs> yeah, and I'll meet you at this pub in London later. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And, that's and, that's, basically and that's basically it. it. <laughs> and that, other- you said in a few seconds what took the movie twenty minutes to explain. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, these the training exercises like, she does take a while, and then at the end, he's yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah. You know, my men are a cohesive force and 
any sort of newcomer, you know, isn't going to be able to read their minds like they do. Yeah. It kind of makes sense, I guess. But yeah, I I, kind of get his point of like, you know, they are a unit. They know what Uh to do and stuff. But yeah, it's just stupid. It's just like you could have just not done anything or (laughs) it's it's just. And I cannot believe that there wasn't a post credit stinger of them at that pub somewhere. Like what happened to that? and they fall in love in like what's like a day and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they're just like lovers now. It's just like, come on, man. I do, I do appreciate that when when they were skydiving, they were in the air. Um, they they he was like touching her hand, and he was almost doing like a um, a, like a refuel maneuver on her. He <laughs> uh, was about to get his his penis out and do a refuel on her. <laughs> Wait, is <laughs> but, that uh, how a penis he, works? He, yeah, and he yep. like grabbed her hand, and it was like he did like a psych, and then like <laughs> put it like pulled his parachute, and then like flew up. I did appreciate that, but everything else was a huge waste of time. On every best part, like he's like, supposed to be getting his troops ready for a mission. He's not doing that shit. No, they're already ready, ready for every mission. They're he's the best not. of the best. Um, they all reported dead or deserted from their actual military because they wanted to be the best of the best. So yeah. like is Dallas like a hundred <laughs> some years old? He's actually he's from the a, Civil he's War. A deserter he's from the Civil War. Jefferson Davis is not as great of a leader as this man Ace Hunter will be in 120 uh, years. I gotta Dallas like, freeze myself. Dallas has like a Dorian Gray like background. <laughs> yeah. Oh please, I want some. I'm gonna do some like Dallas fanfic. <laughs> oh man, you gotta oh, do no. it because I mean, this, this, time traveling Confederate soldier. Oh, it's just like some guy looking over like in an archive somewhere. Is like there was a major Dallas at the Battle of Shiloh. We never found his body or anything. Yeah. Where's he at? Then someone flips through like an old history book and they see a man with like a, a skull shirt. Yeah, skull. <laughs> oh, like, oh my god. So he's he doing pop ups in history. <laughs> and he took yeah, a, soldiers he took described a, him as having a comical southern accent like Zeke from Bob's Burgers. Uh, <laughs> he's he, one of the guys putting the flag down at Iwo Jima. <laughs> yeah. He also took a pit stop in the Warriors in New York City. <laughs> so basically, he joined Wolverine. that gang for a little while. Yeah. He was one of the baseball furies. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was he in the movie the Warriors as like back. the yeah. main yeah. guy. Yeah. He just jumps around, you know? Yeah, yeah he does. He just goes wherever he's He's a time needed. traveler. Yeah. 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 He's a Confederate yeah. time yeah, he, traveler. He takes a shot at Hitler that someone yeah. uh, distracts him with a picture of a pinup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What was that movie? Like the time traveling wife or something like that? Oh, ti- the. Uh, uh, you're ta- thinking of uh, Any Which Way But Loose. No. <laughs> something like the time Whatever. traveler's wife. You're What's, thinking yeah, of just, Rio, just the movie about soldier that, in that title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah uh, with Ryan Reynolds as the snail who wants to race. Yeah, so they, they go on this mission that's not very well explained. It is. They're he going, spends about a minute and a half going through every single detail of it. it but it's, it's still funny. like, it, it's so it's, fucking boring. Yeah, that's but it, it uses the whole it matter. It's well explained, yeah. but as you said, Lindsay, it is not well explained. Yeah, yeah it is we so boring. We never really get the why yeah. this is happening. Because if you don't understand why... You're not I don't care, give a fuck. and that's basically yeah. how I felt. Yeah, the whole none of the four exactly. of us care about military tactics. So that, I'm sure this he put a lot of thought into the military tactic is text in this, and then planned this four minute sequence carrying showing them carrying out the military mission very accurately. But to me, it was just all pops and buzzes, you know. Yeah, I mean, it looked awesome, yeah. and that was cool. Yeah, that, that I just wish like they would have built. Cool. I wish yeah, they would have scene was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have built up the bad guys yes. to make them make me want them to blow them up. They have a reason. Yeah, they don't say why they're bad. Yeah, or what outside they're doing. of like, there's like an opening minute or so yeah. and they literally just blow some shit up and then that's it. Like that's all we get yeah. of the bad guys. Yeah, what you I want in a movie like this is doing. like Chuck Norris's invasion USA. Have you, any of you guys seen this? No. no okay. So. It starts out. Okay. 
with a boat. Sorry, a boat of refugees from Cuba. They're the most innocent people ever. Some uh, other boat comes by and says, hey, we're going to help you, man. We're going to help you, man, and massacres all of them and steals their boat and uses it to smuggle cocaine. And then the next scene, the same uh, terrorists go to a suburb where people are celebrating Christmas, literally hanging up Christmas lights, and just go to town shooting tanks at all these suburban houses, killing all the children who are putting up the Christmas lights. That's what you do to set up your villains as being bad. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta show yeah, them doing true. bad things. Yeah. Absolutely. You it's don't like have any other very that go yeah. through this uh, wistful routine at the dinner party saying, I was at military academy with this guy, and you and know, he, stole my he only turned bad because <laughs> um, the poli- goddamn politicians in his country wouldn't let him win the war and told him to surrender instead. So really, I understand again, this guy. I like him fest. a lot. I don't want to beat him in a Boring. battle. Snooze fest again, because yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I think that's the one of the, the worst part about the movie is like, I think that destroys the direction is there is not really a villain. There no, is no, no like antagonist. The villain, this guy named uh, uh, Guero. Yeah. Is a likable is, dude. He's yeah. a great guy. And yeah. he's the, he's Hunter's best friend. Like yeah. he's better. He seems to be a better friend with Hunter than Dallas is. Yeah. And Dallas is like his, you know, right, yeah, his, man. Yeah. yeah, he's like his arm, arm clasping yeah. while yeah. riding bikes, buddy. Which, yeah. That's <laughs> There's serious. even a point where Dallas says, cause, it, cause uh, Ace suggests that they might have to break up and do their own thing. And Dallas is like, well, I might just get lost. And if I don't have nobody to follow, yeah, right. like, he gets scared that he's yeah. going to have to be without his ace. Like, well, what's our nation? <laughs> and can I, another thing about Dallas and this war room um, is so that there's this very serious like war room scene and it's very cool looking because this whole table lights up in red and it, it becomes this topographical map. Which of, like, is super very, cool. Super yes, cool looking. Absolutely. Really cool. Especially um, for 82. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like everything, like the way that even the, the way the couches are in there are cool. Mm-hmm. Everything about it's cool. Um, so they're, they're going through it. Dallas is there because he's uh, Ace's right hand man. Um, <laughs> and after they're done with the presentation with uh, the Lord, whoever and Zara. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the snooty British general who's there for no yeah. reason. He's <laughs> kind of the villain. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he sort like, of. Is. Like he spends like a whole minute like insulting Dallas and going like, "Is there not any way we could have gotten more palatial accommodations?" Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so after after this all this time setting up this um, thing that you're not even paying attention to, um, <laughs> Dallas is like, "Oh, wait a minute, I, that's not even a good accent." Um, but he's like, "Wait a minute," and then he he turns something on, and it's just a cartoon pig now, where yeah. where on the on the table in the war room where the topographical map was, and it's it's very much just a cartoon pig, yeah, doing nothing <laughs> to the uh knockoff like warner brothers yeah. cartoon theme and i swear it's an actual knockoff just like a couple of notes to change yeah. to before and the song might as well just be called <laughs> just skirting the line yeah, yeah. they should have had like a salamander come yeah. out and be like yeah i'm on the wp <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's actually it's actually the warner yeah. brothers with you know, a like, like in the, like the late 60s warner brothers are making these like bugs bunny cartoons or bugs bunny had all these like wrinkles and exaggerated lines on his face and this is like the version of that for Porky Pig it's just an ugly Porky Pig and he's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. standing and, there and while this is playing which is for just you know maybe less than a minute um, and it's stupid and boring and everybody's <laughs> like what the fuck are we doing right now um, and Dallas is having the time of his yeah. fucking life yeah. he is yucking it up he he's, not, so he's not paying attention my question is is this something that Dallas made are we or did the did somebody in the phantom military operation <laughs> take the time out <laughs> <laughs> to make this holographic quote unquote cartoon pig for yeah. the war room. We're gonna make this for Dallas. It's gonna make him laugh. Yeah. 
I, I'm guessing that this cartoon pig is like the default that you get with the hologram software before you start making your own stuff. Yeah, maybe he's like the the their version of Clippy. Yeah, like, yeah it's Clippy. <laughs> he's there to yeah he's there to help you out if you like get stuck in your war room. <laughs> hey, you need a topographical map? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you need some war strategies? <laughs> hey, you know your beams are crossing. Can I help with that? <laughs> you need a new arrow? <laughs> Yeah, but back back to uh, um, the way Guerrera and uh, Ace Hunter are with each other. Best buds. They're they're yeah. buds. Like they, they even um, when they first see each other, because um, it's very anticlimactic. Um, Guerrero just shows up and he's like, "Hey, I need a light for his <laughs> yeah. cigar." Yeah, like they. It's after like they do after the four minute planning scene and then the actual four minute action scene, yeah, which after Zara has yeah. been kicked to the curb and after <laughs> they've gone through this weird like cargo plane getting ready to land thing. Uh, in that there's a some weird like sound effects and a knife that is being thrown into a, a canvas like cargo net. Yeah, it's a cargo and, net. Yeah. And it makes the sound of first like a laser shooting through space. <laughs> yeah. And then like a knife striking into this wood. This is highly yeah, classified is. cargo net technology, Daryl. You have no idea what they're doing. It's also, I guess, like uh high tech like knife technology or that dude's Shink. arm is just like a cannon. Shink. But, uh, but after all that, like, uh, actual nonsense yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the explosions, which are, well, they're, they're cool explosion yeah, that, nonsense. That five minute, like real time thing was actually really cool. And yeah. it felt yeah. like it was re- like, it could have been real time, which yes. was neat. Yeah. That was a lot of time. Cool. A lot of movies kind of try to pull that off, yeah. but they don't, it's kind of hard. And it, I feel like they did a pretty good job. Yeah. They put yeah. an actual like countdown timer on it. Yeah. So it felt like it felt kind of 24 ish. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, it worked. Like, like yeah. I, I thought it was kind of weird at first, was, but as it went on, I was like, all right, I so my, my only gripe is I, scenes. yeah, my only gripe is I feel like it could have been shorter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that like, was a long wait, time. That was a long three, five so minutes. Yeah. A three minute sequence. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and honestly, for, for what all they accomplished, they could have just dropped a bunch of bombs. As, yes. Like when we were watching, uh, my guard was like, why, why did they even yeah. do this? Like, Cause they, they didn't capture anybody. Yeah. They, like, there's no purpose. Like, all they do is blow shit up. Just have the Eagles carry the grenades to Mountain Doom. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And so, uh, but yeah, Guerrera, after all this, shows up and uh, Ace is immediately like, oh, hey, buddy, what's up? And, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, and Guerrero's like, Ace. Killed all my tanks, man. Yeah. yeah. And Guerrero's like, Ace, you were always a card. And Ace is like, Duke, you're always a prince. Like, they have their yeah. own, like, what little thing with each other. Yeah. Like, they, they are bosom buddies. Yes. They, they are down for each other. And they're, they're nothing but, like, jovial towards each other. Yeah. Which, which, which is weird because the, the way the, the phantom troops react mm-hmm. is as they should because they're completely confused because they're like, wait a minute, this is the Bal's bad like, guy. Hey, what now? What, now wh- wh- why are you talking to him, cuz? Well, I do yeah. declare he is at <laughs> our mercy now. Let's annihilate him. <laughs> but Ice, I'm your best friend. <laughs> why are you hanging around with that one? Uh, um, he's like, how many of your friends do I have to kill before you love me? There's no limit. It's very confusing at this point because like, at, just like the, yeah, the, you're like, the is this, this guy's the bad guy, right? This is the guy yeah, we saw like, earlier massacring that refinery. Yeah, just as the Phantom Force is confused, the audience is confused because the the movie's done nothing to show that. Oh wait, this guy's actually not really a bad guy. Yeah, um, not nothing. They haven't really even shown that he yeah. was a bad guy yet. For yeah, that. they didn't. It, it's just they were. After they showed him. him playing chess. Yeah, but and then like <laughs> the next day, they're not after him. Yeah, um, and they're cool actually. 
but actually they're not because Guerra is a bad guy, but he's not. But him uh, and Ace are still cool. Uh, but boring. Yeah. So that's the movie. So <laughs> that's like, how, that's I feel the movie like that's how you. the pitch must have gone. Yeah. And then still someone was like, good, you got it. That's yeah. gold. There's a lot of coke going on in the yeah. 80s. Like they, they tried to do like a, a twist on there. They, they tried to do like a hollow point. They couldn't even do one fucking yeah. hollow point <laughs> twist. Yeah. Not even one. Because the twist no. was shit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they sucked at it. Yeah, yeah the, the they didn't even do a laser mission level of twist where it turns out no. that the girl who has mysterious gun shooting power is an undercover CIA agent and not just an innocent zoo personnel. They didn't yeah. even do like a chubby checkers twist. Like, it no. was not. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I don't think there were any twists. I mean, there's not even an attempted <laughs> twist. Let's not fault it for failing to do its twists because it didn't even attempt a single twist. Like, it's like they tried to do a twist and like yeah. forgot to like do the lead up <laughs> yeah, stuff for the yeah. twist. Because, you know, because, like, you know, everybody is kind of confused, like, oh, why is Hunter and uh, Guerra hanging out? Well, you know, why are they friends? They never but, like, he mentions, it. like, no. it, yeah. to him at one point, he's like, yeah, I know him. Like, I know him real well. We we go way back. You know, we used to beer yeah. pong and stuff. And, and yeah. We used to thing, run, run the table. The biggest thing that Ace has against him is that he he stole his lighter. That the Guerra mm-hmm. stole Ace's lighter once, and, and Guerra still has it. And the yeah. best thing about that is it is solved right then. Yeah. It is the only thing in the plot that is solved, like, as soon as they mention it. It's solved right then. Like yeah. he's like, "Hey, you got my lighter." He's like, "Oh, you gave it to me. Remember, you were drunk." He's like, "No, I let you loan. I loaned it to you. You forgot to give it back to me." Oh. And he's like, "Ah." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, Guerrero, you can have it." Yeah. End and, of sitcom. Freeze frame of, on it, them sharing a laugh yeah. and lighting and each other the, on fire. And the movie, the the way the movie treats the audience on this whole like twist thing, mm-hmm. um, can be summed up in like one line because. People are kind of questioning, um, the, the forces are kind of questioning, like, hey, what's going on with the square guy? Why are you guys all, like, buddy-buddy right now? Um, and Ace's response is, film. He's my it. dealer. Yeah. <laughs> His response, his actual f- response is, film at 11. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, fuck boy. you. That's why. Because fuck uh. you. I don't have to explain a goddamn thing about my life. <laughs> that's that's what the movie says. <laughs> I make the, who makes the decisions around here? Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm not a huge fan of like flashbacks, but I feel like if in the movie, <laughs> yeah. in the beginning yeah. of this movie, if the movie would have opened up on them in like military school together, like yes. chumming it up yes. for like five ten minutes, and then like you find out like oh man he he went rogue and I don't yeah. like him anymore, and then yeah. it, it you know it, it then that explains then that would have been a nice payoff like when he comes out of the helicopter all buddy buddy or yeah. like expecting them to be pissed and it's like oh yeah. that was a funny joke yeah if, if like. If you even if they show just more background with Guerrero about like anything, how like his his whole like military mm-hmm. political career mm-hmm. like happened yeah. and ended up and why he's on the the bad guy side but he's not a bad yeah. guy. How long has he this, been a bad this guy? Movie, like a year, this, twenty years. Yeah. This this movie would have been more interesting if it was from Guerrero's point of view. Yeah, and it was like the lead up of him being bad, and then all of a sudden yeah. he Guerra just gets bombed the fuck up by Megaforce. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> What I'm trying to say is what they should do is they should break this movie up into three parts. Yes. Yes. Okay. We need a trilogy. Yeah. We need a trilogy. Yeah. And then maybe we get some prequels where they're yes. in middle uh, military school. Uh. They need more movies to explain this movie. And then in like 15 <laughs> and then in like 20, 25 years, we'll do a new mm-hmm. trilogy at yes. the end of it. Yep. 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 And they yeah. should yeah. add before. a pale yeah. orc who's more powerful than all the <laughs> other orcs. And yep. then every other year we'll get like side stories. Yes. Yeah. Like um, the Megaforce Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll get one on egg and like how he developed yeah. 
The flying yeah. motorcycle. That's, right. that's the character I, I we didn't mention. Dallas Doria Gray. Who is yeah. the Q or possibly Dr. Dinglenut of the Megaforce operation, depending on your frame of reference. <laughs> the guy who comes up with the scientific stuff and is a big nerd. They have one scientist. He's a Blue Ranger. Yeah, he is. He's, they have one lab Total coat. Billy. He wears it he's every day. He's a Blue Ranger's dad. <laughs> yeah, Blue yeah. Ranger's dad. He's got that's the, the one Blue lab Ranger's dad's coat. ever around. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why uh, Blue Ranger's building that flying Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming CA. to find you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like we haven't mentioned the holograms enough because it seems like that's more powerful than any of their technology. Their ability to make holograms appear, or as uh, Barry Bostwick calls them, hollygrams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that the movie missed a lot of things um, that it could have done. But one of the things that um, it really, truly misses that every now and then they come up against this idea that like th- this force has like the, the ultimate technology. They, they are way, they were a smaller force than anything they come up against or most of the things they come up against. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're going up against is like old tech. Yeah. So they really could have made a point of like, we could be faster, stronger, leaner and have better technology and do more. Like it could have been a movie about um, technological advances, yeah. yes. in it, but but what is their more, technology? The technological advances were more showy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than anything yeah. else, like they um, they were very practical. They're at the no. forefront of colored smoke technology. Yeah, which is well, cool. They, they did have like a jamming system. They did have their lasers. They did have like a flying fucking motorcycle. Yeah, like yeah. They, <laughs> but they didn't utilize it. But nearly at the beginning enough. of the movie, we see their awesome motorcycles that are painted with this brown and beige zigzags, and they do this which like target exercise where they're shooting these like green pumpkins in the air. But, like, the oh, motorcycles, yeah. I, you have to turn the front wheel in order to aim. Like, how, how is that good? It's not. It's you have not. to be it's constantly not. popping a wheelie to aim your stupid motorcycle. That's <laughs> increasing the degree of difficulty for no good reason. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. No. Now, apparently the paint job, which on these bikes is fantastic. It's, like, so yeah. desperate. Oh, yeah. We cannot it's find great. any fault with that. No, it's like someone, it's like someone went to Pinterest and figured uh, yeah, out uh-huh. how to how to paint an army. They're like, yeah. I want to really make my army super cute. <laughs> I want to uh, make a paint by numbers army. <laughs> yeah, and they, there's like just awesome zigzags and like arrows. Even the helmets. It's like a, yeah. it's very like uh, almost like American Indian style. Yeah. Like, now, patterns in IMDb. They said that apparently that paint job is supposed to be some kind of. It's like the paint is. Like good for uh, avoiding detection. It serves a purpose. Yeah. But again, you shouldn't have to read that from yes. a, 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 a <laughs> no. second source. Like you should be just stay able to watch the movie. Oh, wait, and go were, like, they, were they talking oh, about the stealth paint where it turns black when it's in the dark? Yes. Yeah. And I guess that is why, like the the that zigzag pattern on there is supposed to like deflect stuff during the day, and then at night it turns black, Who knows? which it doesn't because at night it's not black. It looks just like all the other tech. Yeah, they just <laughs> look like a bunch cool. of uh, it just looks heavily, heavily it overpowered looks- motorcycles driving around with lasers. It looks really cool. That's all that matters. It does. It is. Mm-hmm. And when they shoot those balloons in the beginning, it does kind of make you want one of those motorcycles. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, what's the, the song they play? Megaforce? Uh, no, the other like knockoff song during the balloon fight. Oh, that song. That song oh, sounded yeah, yeah. exactly oh, yeah. like the theme yeah. from The Warriors. I swear it did. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of like proto hip hop post disco yeah. type of beats going <laughs> that, on. Um, that that beginning um, scene where basically like they're popping wheelies off and like shooting these balloons. It reminded me. There's this documentary called uh, The Twelve O'clock Boys, which is really fucking amazing because it's about the, these kids in um, in Maryland, um, and they um, they're all like twelve. Um, and they ride around on motorcycles and ATVs mm-hmm. in the city in Baltimore. So like rough and, riders. Yeah, and the cops can't stop them because they 
they can outmaneuver yeah. them. They're like, they, they just can't stop them. So they just kind of terrorize this area. And I, I, Kind of would rather the movie have been these twelve o'clock boys getting a hold yeah. of like. All I would rather these watch awesome, a completely like, different vehicles. movie with absolutely nothing in common but motorcycles about those kids. That would be good. Yeah, sounds fun. All yeah. right, we're thinking of a mashup: Mega yeah. Force v Twelve O'clock Boys. Yeah, the Rumble, the Mega, Rumble in the desert. Maryland Mega Force. 12. Yeah, Mega Twelve. Yeah, Mega Twelve. And uh, we, I don't think I quoted any of the lines in this movie, which lets you know that there aren't I that did. many one-liners. But there is one, okay? And the last encounter that uh, Ace Hunter has with General Guerra, his old lovable enemy, um, he, General Guerra pops his head up out of the manhole at the top of his tank, whatever it's called, and, you know, just like Bugs Bunny. And Ace is there with a gigantic smile on his face like he always has. And General Guerra is like, oh, Ace, you know, when will you learn? You're not going to win. And he sa- and DeBray Bostwick just says, the good guys always win, even in the eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mega <laughs> Force. <laughs> that was such a weird line because nothing else was like self-referential or like breaking. Well, like, well, that, that was wall. a callback to I think Gara said earlier, like you got to understand, uh, Ace. In the seventies and sixties, we could be idealistic, but this is the eighties. It's all about money. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was a callback, but it, it was a weird line too. Yeah. At the same time. Which and, is why it was a good show. It was a weirdly line, hilarious line. Yeah, yeah, and it's one thing if like he said that line right before Hunter said his line, but the fact that it happened like at different so far, times, like yeah. I was like, I didn't even get that reference. Like oh. to be quite honest. <laughs> oh, you just thought it was a reference to this movie is in the eighties. Yeah, that's literally what I thought yeah. it was. I and I was just I, like, I, that's honestly, weird. Yeah, because that's how long it had been since the like it. It just didn't connect. Yeah, I did not um, connect. Which those is dots. not a failure of the viewer as much as it's a failure yeah. of no. the uh, <laughs> the people who wrote this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, if three people watch it and they don't pick up on it until after we start talking about it, yeah. then that's hour. usually not a good. <laughs> Two thing. of them yeah. have that's already not... seen it before and still didn't. Yeah, pick yeah. Up yeah. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you've seen it twice and then talk about the movie for an hour <laughs> and, and only one person makes that connection <laughs> okay well uh, the, uh-huh. before we go um, uh, first of all uh, no Bechdel test was she the only woman in the movie Major Zara I yep. believe so uh, uh, yep. yeah she was literally like yeah. not even yep. a single frame of the movie had another woman in it nope I, I oh wait no in the very 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 first scene when they're like bombing that uh sweatshop i I don't understand what they were doing there was one woman but again i thought i had no idea what was going on because it just looks like where is like bombing a like a like somewhere where they work and they don't look like they care at all it's like like if someone burned down your job would you give a shit unless you actually owned it well they're kind of so they just were looking at it it seems yeah there was the other the hologram. Oh, lady, that's right, the hot that, babes that appear projection. in the hologram to distract yeah, the, the swimming comic lady. relief yeah. Cuban Mexican soldiers. But I don't even think she talks. Yeah, but there is that real? It's, it's not. It's yeah, a hologram. So. Yeah, I mean, we got to give it like a negative effect though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even. It might be one of the, the worst basic, in a uh, while. Um, requirements for a Bechdel test potentially being passed in the script, let alone it being passed. Yeah. 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 Seriously. And I just want to quote the last uh, sentence of the Wikipedia entry on the production of this movie, which is, The movie had no credited costume designer, as all the clothes were designed by the toy company Mattel. Oh yeah. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Now I'm surprised that I haven't seen any Megaforce toys at any of the retro toy shops. I guess so few of them were sold back then, and they just haven't started making them in the whatever that retro series is. They really should, but they haven't. 
I was trying to see how long he'd go without saying anything. <laughs> Me too. It becomes a contest after a while. <laughs> All right. Happy 50. Even in the 80s. See you, Duke.